You're listening to We Want To Be Better with Annie and Bianca. The podcast too cheap to afford intro music, so this is us playing on a child's piano. More like this is us performing a crime against music. Hey, we'll get better. That's what the podcast is all about. <laughs> yeah. We want to be better. We want to be better. Yeah. That was awful. I start with you. <laughs> how funny is it that I just like don't even know how to talk if I start the podcast? <laughs> Bianca, yes. I, my beautiful. I haven't seen you in quite a while. How was your weekend? Oh, my weekend. Yeah. Interesting. Something happened that was interesting. I don't mm. know if I should talk about it on air because it, oh it's a bit God. shady. <laughs> <laughs> it's always me that's like, I don't know if I should talk about this and then proceeds to talk about it anyway. Yeah, always. Always. It's just like when you go, you, go, um, you qualify something like, um, this might be a little, I don't know, a little bit offensive. I'm not sure, but I'm going to say it I'm anyway. I'm going to say it anyway. Don't take offence to this, but... Yeah, don't take offence. That's it. <laughs> yeah, so look, something completely fucked up happened on the weekend. Um, it's going to be a, a bit of a longish story, so settle in, people. So... I, Palmer, my husband, has this obsession last year with fixing up cars. Half-assed fixing, I'd like to point out. Half-assed fixing. So we had, I had a Nissan Pulsar that, um, I don't know, something was wrong with it. So Palmer thought that he could fix it. He was like, I'll fix it, I'll fix it. And he did, right? And he felt super good about himself because he fixed it briefly. Okay, he fixed it briefly. The car is now broken down and it's gone. So he he did a temporary fix, but whatever. And he got so into fixing cars. So he'd just buy a car for really cheap and then decide that he's going to fix it up. And also, he's not a mechanic. He's no, watching YouTube to he do this. YouTube he? tutorials how Maybe to do it. Maybe we could get him on and he could teach us. <laughs> no, no. Um, because he's given up on that talent now. Like, he doesn't. It was a phase. It was a phase that he went through and he spent so much money, not on just cars and parts, but buying the tools and the overalls. Oh, he was fucking into it. Taking time off work just so that he could... Fix up Did a he car? make any money or anything off selling cars? No. We're deeply in the hole <laughs> because of his car obsession. And I'm not going to say anything because, you know, it, he enjoys it. So whatever. Really? No. I did, I've said many things. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I was on his case constantly about this car obsession because none of the cars worked. So he'd get a car, try to figure out what was wrong with it give up on it and just leave it there. And you haven't been driving a car for a long, a long time, time, even though you both can. You're still getting lifts everywhere, even though there was like five mm. cars mm-hmm. in your driveway. My legs are looking on fleek because I ride a bike everywhere. Like that's the point that I'm trying to make. We yeah. don't have a fucking working car. And you know those houses that you go by and there's always like, oh, a couple of rundown, beat up cars out the front and like the grass is overgrown. Yeah, that's my house. That's what my house looks like. Okay. <laughs> It is. It is. It's despicable. I hate it. And I said to Palmer, get these fucking cars off the grass, okay, because I I can't live like this. I'm not going to be that house. So he moved. We had a car and he moved it to the front of the house and it was sitting on, like, the road, the side of the road. On the road. Yeah, on, on, like, the car. In a car park. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just in a park for a car. And he probably left it there for too long. I mean, I don't like to say I'm a nagger. But, yeah, I'm a nagger. I kept saying, Palmer, when are you going to get these cars sold? Because basically it was to the point where it was like, 
we can't sell these cars because they're completely fucked. So we just need to get wreckers to come and pick it up and take it and we'll get maybe $150 for it if we're lucky. That was the best case scenario. And never happened. Never happened because... I don't know, it takes me six to eight months of nagging for him to do something and I wasn't quite there yet. I'd done maybe five. So this car's been sitting there for a while. Bless him. And then on Saturday, I arose to a clamour outside. I could hear this noise and I was like, what the fuck is that? And it was exactly 1.06am because as soon as I heard yelling and banging outside, I thought, check your phone because we could be witnesses to a crime right now and if someone gets murdered... We'll be able to say to the police. It was exactly at 1.06am that this happened. Mm-hmm. And we look outside and our neighbours were smashing up our car. Were they just mad that you'd park the car there or something? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea what their what motive do you was. Mean? They what were, do you mean by smashing so up? I like, could hear this like, bang, bang. And I was like, what is that? I was like, it sounds like someone punching a car door is what it sounds like because the metal oh, goes in and out. Wow, you're amazing. Yeah, you I have wing secret sound. I'm all on secret sound. <laughs> no, Bob, watch out. She's calling up and she's winning the cash. Yeah, but I, I don't want to win the cash on the first day, so I'd have to give it a couple of weeks and then okay. be like, oh, I knew what it was yeah, from day one. Yeah, night. let it accumulate. Yeah. <laughs> so I, could, I was like, what is that now? noise? Now, we were about to call the police, um, but they stopped. So we're like, oh, fuck it. Like, whatever. We don't care about the car. It's not a problem. Um, they stopped for a while. They were still partying, going off all night. And I didn't want to call the police on them because I don't want to be that neighbour. They don't really party that much. Are you, what, for smashing up your car no, you didn't want to I call was police. over the car smashing at this point. We didn't really care. What? <laughs> the next thing they're going to be smashing your house? No, I think they just assumed it was an abandoned car, like, which is fair enough. I mean, it's been there a lot. No, I don't not think fair, it's fair enough. enough. You don't go and smash people's cars. No, you don't. I agree with that part wholly. But it's it's been sitting there for a while. I don't think that I think they just thought it was abandoned. So I don't look. That's not the point. Wait for it. It gets worse. Okay. So then, so they're partying and having a good time, whatever. And I'm not going to be the one to stop someone's partying. You honestly, <laughs> you and your neighbours are as bad as each other. Obviously, at four a.m. this time, back at it again out there. And I hear one of them go, "It's our car now." And then one of them smashing something and going. Oh, smashing shit just feels so good. I'm like, yeah, when it's not your fucking property, mate. I guess. It's- Wait, hold on. We did a whole podcast on this. Did you go over and say, hi, I make this podcast. We smash stuff sometimes, but we go to the bloody break room, right? You pay for the privilege. Yeah, exactly. Um, you don't break other people's stuff. No, you don't break other people's stuff. So anyway. I hate destructive behavior. I don't know what it is. It's just like a pet peeve of mine. No, it's not pet peeve it's bloody rude like <laughs> it's rude. that was like at your wedding I lent you these candle holders um right? okay Annie you lent me everything my entire <laughs> wedding was decorated by you I kept everything from my wedding and, and then just I just gave it, gave it, it yeah I mean we did my wedding all over except different bride different groom and my <laughs> candle holders my little glittery candle holders were everywhere like yeah, 200 of them we didn't have many decorations them. so I just put these candles yeah. fucking everywhere yeah everywhere being that it was your wedding, obviously things got lit and <laughs> it went off and yeah. everyone was very drunk. And then the next thing I'm looking around and everyone throwing my candles <laughs> all over your wedding. First of all, fire hazard. Yeah. Secondly, they're my candles. And so I said to one of the people, I'm like, um, excuse me, they're my candles. And he goes, oh, sorry. Oh, I didn't know that. And I'm like, 
No, that makes it worse now because you thought, you thought that would be And you're here for her winning. Aren't you her friend? Shouldn't you not break them because you're friends with Bianca? Yeah. Not now that I've said something. Like, I think that you've just made it worse. Yeah, that actually makes it worse. I don't know. Worse. I just don't get destructive behaviour. Well... You'd That's love not my regulated. <laughs> love my... Yeah, sure. Go go to the break room and smash yeah. that shit up. I don't care. But um, yeah, look, so they we told them to shut up and they did. They're like, oh, sorry, mate, and went inside. I don't know how no one else called the cops, but we still didn't call the cops. And I, I didn't call them because it's not my car. It's Palmer's car and it's his decision. And I think I asked him why he didn't call and he was like... I kind of deserved it because I left it there for so long. And he, I think he knew that I was going to be like, told you, told you so. So he didn't want to, like, draw attention to that. He's like, no, nah, just let him do it. I don't want to hear you nagging because I totally would have been like, told you so, Pana. So but, the next day. But we, then don't you, I don't know, I'm such a goody two-shoes, but don't you, like, I get the not calling the cops because you've got a car sitting out there. But also, like, what happens if they get, you know, some, um, they think that they've got away with that, so they take it to the next level. And they're, like, smashing your house or... But that would... Yeah. Oh, were, they, were they drugged? Like, that I has to be us. I assume Were they, they were. drugged? I yeah. don't know. See, that makes me really nervous. See, I don't call the cops... When someone, someone broke into my car a while ago, and I didn't call the cops because the car worked. So mm. I got in the car, and it was obvious that someone had tried to steal it because, like, the ignition stick... Yeah. ignition hole or whatever was like all jacked up and shit and the door was fucked and I thought oh fuck it the car's working so I don't care so I left it for a week and then on the Sunday I went to get in my car and it wouldn't start and I was like oh mm. fuck now I have to tell the police because you know I need to make an insurance claim because they fucked my car and it just happened later that I realized it was bad and the cops come down and they're like why didn't you report why didn't you report this at the time it happened and I was like oh no harm no foul it still worked but now it doesn't so I need it to be fixed and the cop was like, well, we can't do anything. We can, we can dust for fingerprints, I guess. And he's going through my car, opens up the glove box, G-strings. All my G-strings are in the glove box. <laughs> what are you talking because about? Because when I go to the beach, I like to bring a spare pair of dry underwear so that I can, don't... G-strings specifically. That's all I wear. So he's oh, dusting for prints, opens up this I, thing. I'm not even joking when I say, look at what underwear I have on yeah, right now. They go over my mm. yeah, they go over my belly button. I like, I like them nice and high. So, yeah, he found all my G-strings. Didn't find the culprit, but found my G-strings. So, whatever. But uh, So I just don't call the police unless, you know, someone's getting attacked. <laughs> because of the time that the police officer <laughs> pulled out all your G-strings. I don't need that shame once again. But, um, yeah, so everyone's been like, what are you going to do about it? You need to tell the police, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I'm going to deal with this my way. And my way is, it's a fucking great solution. I'm going to just dress as a fisherman, right? A f- yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, fisherman. Right. I'm going to have a hook, a big hook. I'm just going to stand at the front of the house in the rain and leave notes in. Sort of like no, I'm just going to leave notes. Grim Reaper of <laughs> no, fish. I don't I'm get gonna it. Leave notes on their on their bathroom mirrors, and I'm going to slip notes into the oh, mailbox that says, "I know what you did last week." Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I would dress as a no, mechanic because that would make more sense to do that than the fisherman. You can't do that. What if they are on drugs? They're just going to get paranoid now. Brilliant. Bring it on. I think it's going to be hilarious. I really want to put a note in their letterbox that says, I know what you did last weekend. Please just let me do that. Fuck the fisherman thing. I don't need to do that. But I would love, please. Okay. That's brilliant. And you have to do it where you, like, cut out the magazine letters. magazine cutouts. Yes. Like, full... 
mm-hmm. hostage style situation. Although, actually, the reason why people do that, sorry, I'm getting a bit off topic here. The reason people usually do the magazine cutouts is because you know the person and they will know your handwriting. So that's why they do that. But strangers generally in most cases, would just write the note if it is a ransom because there's no chance of you knowing um, the handwriting. Oh, oh, I get that, but they will... F- but they'll trace me back. Yeah, they'll trace you. Yeah. Just, you've got to cover your evidence. Why don't I they're, just type they're, it? Obviously, they don't care oh about God, their evidence. I'm going to type it, but what font? Because if you type, I know what you did last weekend in Comic Sans, mate, that doesn't have the right effect. <laughs> papyrus? Pap- papyrus? Not sure how to pronounce it. Don't get on me about just that. Just do windings. No, windings and they don't even know and they have to decode it. I think wide Latin would be good. (laughs) Britannica gold. I don't know, but this sounds like a lot of energy. And I Beats calling the cops, doesn't it? Down my end of the street. Bianca and I live on the same street, by the way, but only about 2K away. Up my end. Nice and calm. Yeah. <laughs> nice and calm. Nothing like this going on. Well, didn't you say we lock our houses ago that someone parked their car with a trailer at the front of your house? It's still there. Weeks. Yeah. Imagine if you just thought, fuck it, my car now, broken strip feels so good. Just took a baseball bat to it. Like, it makes no sense. I cannot oh, understand that that I happened. I live up the peaceful end of the street. Bit. Yeah, I live on the Jongo oh, side. Yes. <laughs> you live on the wrong side. <laughs> yeah, it's like eight mile. I'm just on the wrong side of Mind the tracks. Mind you, God love my neighbours. Um, but I live next to a humongous block of flats, so I'm not incriminating anyone here, but could you keep the sex noises down? Oh, yep. Yep. Mm. Apartment living yep. is full of sex noises and weird food smells. Like, it's one thing when you hear women sort of loud and usually like, faking it. Yeah, she's putting it. In I feel a- like yelling <laughs> out, Meryl Streep up in here! <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. But when men are seriously loud... Oh, my goodness, because usually they don't feel the need to fake, so that's real, and I cannot get over that someone is genuinely having that much fun. Like, Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. actually You're jealous. speaking of experience from one of your neighbours, and I would like to hear the noises, please, if you can, give me a and sound they, of what it sounds like. they tell me off because they yell out, and this is so okay, Annie, awful. excuse me, they don't tell you off, they tell me off because I'm at your house and I'm the one that's loud, okay? They, they never yell complain. out and they know me by first name. They go, Annie, shut up! And I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, it's so humiliating. Oh, my God, they know it's me again. But, gosh, I'm just chatting, I'm not like blowing my balls off or anything. Like, that's seriously what this next one is doing. Impression, oh, no, impression, oh, impression. You know, I'm not... No! Wah. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> um, it's full on. It's full on. But, yeah, good luck to him. I mean, I'm actually not going to complain. Like, go for it, mate. You're having a good time. I'm not stopping you. But yeah, yes. I uh, had a... See, we're the love end of the street. Yeah. See, you're you're on war the up the yeah. other end. <laughs> I'm at the other end where it's just, you know, making love is the problem. Yeah. What did you do for your challenge this week, my dear? Ooh. I can, I feel like I can see what you you've done. You can see my challenge because it's as plain as a VB can on my face. Or two. Or two. <laughs> so I'm not like a crafty gal, but I really wanted to make some earrings out of VB cans. That was my challenge this week. And she she sets high <laughs> high expectations. Um, you know, like I I'm sure. 
our demographic of listeners really want to know this stuff. I'm sure this is super helpful for their life. To be honest, I don't even want to say how I made them because so many people have asked me for a pair that I'm like, I could bang in on this. Oh. So if I tell people how to make them, I'm just going to lose business because I could be charging top dollar for these earrings. Maybe it could be part of our merch. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's actually a good plan. Except for I'm not sure about the licensing. I know, but, yeah. See, that's oh, a problem. God. If I make money off this, will VB come for me? I think we could set up a stall. Let's and do you do know it. what else happened to me, by the way? So I do drink a lot of VB and I am constantly tagging. I'm basically an unofficial spokesperson for this drink, right? I fucking mm. love it. People know VB for me, right? And my girlfriend got DM'd by Victoria Bitter and they were like, can we use your picture of you drinking VB for International Women's Day? And she was like, you should... You should um, tag VB because they would have asked you to. And I was like, bitch, I fucking do. Every time. And they didn't ask me. They asked her. She's literally out there living my dream. Because, like, I don't I don't actually drink beer. I can't. Yeah. I, it's a fault of yours. Yeah. It, I mean, it's hard. And I, I mean, I work, <laughs> I work through so many, you know, gender stereotypes, but I'm super, yeah, I can't. I just yeah. can't come to beer. I don't know why. But there is a bit of a, a beer thing thing in Australia, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Like, especially yeah. where you live, you sort of drink a certain brand. Oh, yeah. In WA, that... it's the red can. I don't recommend What's it. What's the red can? Oh, it's emu export and I don't ever. I think everyone should just try it to then respect what actual beer tastes like because it's awful. It's so bad. Oh. And it's, it used but to be But this really is fun. you speaking with your side in mind, isn't it? What because do you mean? Well, you've picked your side. You've picked your team. This was your team VB. So I used to drink the red can back when I was about 19 because it was the cheapest one out there, okay? It was so fucking cheap. It was like $30 a slab or something ridiculous. So we would all drink it just because it was cheap. Hated it, but drink it anyway. And they call it the red can. It's so bogan. It's like the most bogan thing you can do. But it kind of started to become this like hip thing to be seen wearing or drinking the red can. As everything does. Yeah. Oh, the 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 ironic gentrified, right? Yeah. So then the fucking sale price went up to like $45 a slab. And I was like, okay, now it's not cool anymore. It was cool when it was cheap and we were only drinking it because it was cheap. And now you're actually paying Mm. top dollar for a really shit beer. Nah, it's lost its coolness. So don't drink it. Queensland have Forex. Yeah, they love the Forex. Yeah. See, I like that one because my favorite color is yellow. It's yellow, isn't it? It is yellow. Yeah. Because it's Forex gold. I have no idea. Anything else? (laughs) That's it. I I go by the color. Do you know my my friend Kat? Her mum. Was the graphic designer for Fosters. Oh, the the, the yeah. classic Iconic, old yeah. See, but this is what I don't get about beer in Australia, because obviously we like a beer. Every time that some other show, like The Simpsons or something, they always show us drinking Fosters. I've never in my entire life seen someone drink a Foster. <laughs> Why are we associated with that beer so much? I've never seen it. Yeah. The rest of the world thinks that we drink it and we don't. Mm. Um, but, yeah, look, I, I do think that we drink a lot of beer and beer is a big part of um, Aussie society. There is still a lot of stigmatism. No, not stigmatism, but like um, a thing about girls drinking beer, which is mm. shit. It's like, oh, that's like a hashtag, girls who drink beer. Like, yeah, um, anyone can drink beer yeah, over the age of 18. Yeah. Make sure they're over the age of 18. Okay, sorry. put that out there. Yeah, Very yep. important. Um, but yeah, I just don't get it. So anyway, I obviously love VB and I'm not a crafty gal, but there are these 
earrings that have come out by a brand on Instagram and I get tagged possibly three times a fucking day and they've made these little VB earrings. And I like them. They're cute and everything, but they're really small and they're not VB enough for me. Like, I'm a bit dramatic. I'm a bit OTT. I want them to be, like, fucking over the top and I want them to look dope as shit. You so want it to be a statement. A statement earring, right? So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to make them myself. So my plan was to use coasters, but I thought if you dip them in resin, um, they probably won't look as good. And also, really fucking hard to buy VB coasters. Couldn't find them anywhere. So I was like, fuck it, I've got a lot of VB cans. <laughs> I'll use those. But I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, when I say I'm shit at crafts, I mean so shit at crafts. I, I can crochet. That's about it. I'll make you a baby blanket like you would not believe, but everything else I'm shit at. And you're good at it. So I'm, you have I'm a, a little hot glue gun crafty. in your house. I have four hot glue guns in my house. Four hot glue guns on standby. Yes. At any given time. What? To use that, my four hands yeah, that I, I have. Say, how many times? I could understand two at a time, maybe. No, because sometimes you'd need to do a craft activity and get people involved. You get your sister involved. Yeah, I got my sister involved. Sorry for the gal. I my sister is so funny. She's such a she's a dipsy pipsy. Good good. That's good love her. Like her name That's is not Pippa. A phrase, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yep. So her name is Pippa, yeah, dipsy, and I, she is okay. she's super dipsy. God love her. Um, but we were doing a craft not long ago and she just thought it would be cool to put a pom-pom on her leg. Sick. Just cool statement. I'm just going to walk around with a pom-pom on her leg. On on, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I love when I do that. You know when you just can't quite get brain to get mouth. Up, get yeah. It. yeah, awesome. Anyway, she put this pom-pom on, on her leg but put the hot glue on her skin Brilliant. and then went to put the pom-pom. Like, what was she thinking? I still... Cannot believe she did it. I watched her do it. It was on purpose. It was an accidental <laughs> hot glue accident, which we all have all the time. She actually purposely put hot glue on her leg, and now she's got a <laughs> scar on her leg. Honestly, oh, gotta look, watch it. My friend was once at dinner. Oh God, love her. And she just—I was watching her. I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? And she's getting her straw and just dipping it into the candle and sucking and burnt her tongue because she sucked up the ca- hot candle wax. And she was like, I just wanted to know if it'd be hot. I love brain farts. <laughs> I was like, brain farts are, are my favourite. But it when wasn't just... a brain fart, Annie, because she was. it took her so long to get to a wet part of wax. It wasn't like it was just an accident. She really wanted to genuinely taste what the wax was like. <laughs> what? what the fuck? By sucking, sucking candle wax. Mm-hmm. Oh, we used to like dip our fingers in the wax. Yeah. You know, remember when oh, you used to yeah, do that and do make that. like little thumb That's things? fine, but I'm not yeah. sucking it through a straw and you'd have to suck pretty hard to get wax through a straw yeah my friend did i ever tell you about my friend that sucked the cup on her face in year three? Oh, like the kylie jenner lip challenge oh well yes but kylie jenner wasn't alive then so kylie jenner give us our rights and money <laughs> yeah. yeah so she put a cup on her mouth and you know when you used to hold a cup on your mouth you just suck in sort to of be thing, a duck and you'd be a duck yeah, that's yeah. exactly what she was doing and then she was walking around with it and she was at home I didn't actually witness this but being told the story many a time she sucked the cup and it was a plastic cup not um not a cup like not a hard plastic cup yeah, you know I like know the ones, ones from like a party yeah, yeah, sort party of, cup. yeah malleable so she put it on her face and she sucked it in but she sucked it so hard that her lips fully sucked out that she couldn't blow air back in to get the cup off. So her family had to put a hole in the end of the cup to relieve the pressure and the cup came off and she had a big circle, like a hickey, around her mouth 
and she went to school in this bandana yeah. over her face. That's like, she looked like gangster. she was a bikey. <laughs> yeah, that's gangster <laughs> shit to rock up to school yeah. like that. And we were obviously all going, why are you wearing that? And for two days she didn't show us. Third day she finally lifted the little flap to expose, honestly, purple hickey around her mouth and her lips were swollen. Mm. But then we were all so mesmerised by it. We were like, what? And figured out what hickeys were. Didn't realise, you know. That it's a sexy thing. That it's a sexy thing. So we were sitting at school sucking all our arms, giving ourselves hickeys. Sick. And then we were like, oh, my gosh, but I can't reach, like, my neck or my... Don't. And so we were, like, sucking each other's... Pu- and we were like, this looks so good. Like, we look like leopards. How funny is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sure. weekend, we had our first communion at church. Which I assume is something important. Back then, oh, well, yes, it's, you know, a religious passage. Okay, brilliant. And, and you all had to go to, to communion covered in hickeys? Yes, Jeez. at church. And it was so funny because... That was still in the era where they don't really do it now. But we wore veils. I didn't. Mum was like super progressive. But everyone um, wore a veil. But their daughters were covered (laughs) in hickeys. (laughs) So you look at the photo now and most of us didn't even get close-up photos because our parents were mortified what we'd done at school. Mm. But there is like a big class photo and there's about six of us in it that have purple spots all over us. That's how funny is it being a kid? Yeah, I I wish that we could still get (laughs) away with that. Kids, right? It's like not being like a grown ass and grown ass woman and sucking wax through a straw, but yeah, whatever. So look, these these earrings that I wanted to make. So I'm going to post a photo because they look sickening. Um, But to make them, right? First thing, if you want to make these. First of all, you're stealing my shit, but whatever. So you need to <laughs> select the beer okay. or drink that you want. If you if people make them and then you go and get all these compliments and stuff, just refer people to the podcast. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that, that's your that's way it. of giving us that. That's my 10%. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so if anyone wants to make them, I'm going to give you some tips because I seriously am so shit at doing this and I managed to make them okay. So I also had some help from my cousin who was a jewellery maker. So, like, thanks, mm-hmm. girl. Um, but what you need is some resin and mm-hmm. you'll need jewellery, like, earring things and a can. So pick whatever drink you want. Like, if you're choosing Emu Export, Maybe like pick again, but please do email export someone. Please. <laughs> please, so pick whatever you want. Cut them out. Be careful doing this because like you will, it's dangerous to. It's metal near your neck. I'm feeling uncomfortable. Oh no, that's why it. you got to dip them in resin. Okay, so you could just hang them from your neck, but that then you could also like kill yourself. So like probably good idea to dip them in resin. Poke a little hole in them. Put. The earring backs in them, like earring tops in, mm. dip them in some resin, right? It doesn't sound hard. And leave them. No, no. That is sounds really easy. Yeah. Fucking nightmare. Okay. Resin is really fucking difficult to work with. And I will. Why? Because it just drips everywhere. So anything that it touches is destroyed. You can't. I've lost. Like clothes. Um, implements. Tools in my kitchen. Implements. I've lost. <laughs> you call some implements. <laughs> Instruments? Instruments is what I meant. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for that. (laughs) No, implements. It could be implement. I don't know. You're implementing things. 
What? Shut up. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so you... People haven't come touches, here for an education. You need to have like a craft section. I don't have a craft room. It's not like I'm made of crafts. So I'm just doing this on my lap and using all my Tupperware containers to like mix this resin. And then my cousin said, oh, no, 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 you, you know, you can't use that again. Oh, no fucking worries, mate. That's what I pack my lunch in every day. But thanks for telling me now because I'll have to get another one. It's just ruined. And I have used all this resin and, like, don't get me wrong, resin's fucking hard to, to work with, but it's it, it's pretty good. Like, the end result looks Maybe good. you just need to make sure that you've got, like, lots set up so that you can get lots, lots done, done in that's, one go. That's the thing. And as yeah. well, like, most people would use resin. Um, so Where I, do you I, buy resin? So you buy resin from Spotlight, but generally with resin jewellery, and I did a lot of Googling before I did this, and I did a lot of research because I wanted them to look good. Most resin products, like, you, to make resin jewellery, mm. you'd get a mould and mm-hmm. then you'd just pour in whatever colour you want and then put the resin in put your jewellery back in and then it will work. But because this is an unusual shape, there was no mould for it. So it was a bit tricky. I had to like do a flood method of just pouring the resin on and then it went everywhere and it got all over my hands. Oh, yeah, by the way, wear gloves because I didn't. Really good idea to wear gloves because it doesn't oh. fucking come off. And I had to do a fake tan yesterday and I was just like, oh, what is going on there, mate? Do you have resin spotty. fingernails? I've got resin spotty fingernails. Disgusting. Um, but, yeah, look, I love these earrings and now I feel like I can actually be a craft gal. Like, I'm going to get into the craft game. You're going to see me at markets just flogging VB earrings. My school costuming for my kids is strong. My school yeah, costuming is got super strong. Yeah, like I love getting crafty. I mean, I sort of love it until like I look around my house and there's little bits of paper cut everywhere and pom-poms everywhere and glitter. <gasps> mm. Herpes of the craft world, as they say. <laughs> it never goes away. It never goes Ever. away. That it's is the, the best worst. Honest, I put um, glitter in our hair once, mm. uh, my daughter's hair and my hair, and then we – had a shower. Now, I do have a little bit of a bush downstairs and the glitter went down my body and into my pubic hair. I reckon I had the... Uh, Liam mm. was thinking that I had bedazzled myself. Yeah. No, mate, you can't get rid of this shit. <laughs> I have not dressed up for you. There is not a disco ball down there to have a good time. <laughs> Just put some glitter on your vagina. Yes. Yeah. But brilliant. I love, like, doing stuff and crafting things... Unlike my parents, oh my gosh, actually, it's so close to Easter and that reminds me so much about my mum and dad. I mean, we sort of have this ongoing joke, my sister and I. My sister's a lot younger than I uh, I am, but we always say that our brother was my parents' favourite mm-hmm. and he's dead so we feel okay with that yeah. and we can't compete and that's why it's funny and my mum always like goes, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, all the time. She's like, yeah, definitely because my favourite. Because you can't do anything now no. to ruin his favouritism ever. Exactly. That's fine. And I'm kind of content and with it. And you can't speak ill of the dead either. So, like, exactly. he's never. You're going to continuously fuck up. Yes. And she's going to be like, oh, Tom would never do that. No, exactly. Tom, my Tom would never have done that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or you tell it, honestly, I tell jokes to my mum and she's like, mm, Tom would have told that story better. <laughs> I'm like, are you joking? I can't compete with a dead brother, but thank you. All right, no worries. But my brother did get a little bit 
of special treatment. Um, I would be, I'd come home and I'd have like straight A's but one B. He would have straight D's but one B. And they'd be like, Tom, well done. Look at this class. You're really good. It was always sex ed for some reason. My brother knew sex ed. Oh, you did really well in sex ed. And then they would like look at me and be like, what did you get a B for? What was the B for? I'm like, I got fucking straight A's and one B. <laughs> and he's nearly failing. And well, they had oh. the bar low. Yeah. See, I used to, my mum would go to my parent teacher night and I'd always sit there sweating because I'm like, fuck, she's going to come home and realise that I am a terrible fucking student. Mm. And she came home and said, oh, math. Mm." And I was like, oh, God, here we fucking go. And she goes, I thought he was talking about the wrong person because this teacher was like, Bianca's great in class. She's so, and mum was like, are you sure you're speaking about my daughter, Bianca? He's like, yeah, brown, brown, heavy guys. And she was like. Yeah, that's the one. She's like, but I don't, I don't think you've got that right. Like, she had no so anything yeah. good because I was always uh, the bar was set pretty fucking. You low. remind me of my brother a lot. Yeah, but Easter came and we used to always have to do an Easter parade at school, mm. which was your parents dress you up for Easter and then you walk around the school oval, do a little bit of a presentation, and then they give an award to the kid that gets best dressed. Kind of like book week, but for Catholic schools, it's for Easter. <laughs> My mum and dad, three weeks out from this event, my dad is with a hammer making a cross. My brother was going as Jesus. Shut the I'm not fuck joking. up. He was making a cross. Hammer, hammer, <laughs> hammer. They made a wreath. My mum went down to the florist, got all this stuff, made a wreath. He had a full white gown. I can't believe you want his Jesus. I know. This is the best. But he didn't resurrect, obviously. <laughs> Tom. Oh, my oh. God. Bad call. Tom would have told that joke. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, God love him. He had the best costume. Obviously one. Night before, I was like, hi, parents. Um, So um, I go to the same school. Um, What am I going as? And mum was like, oh, shit. We've forgotten the other kid. Yeah. Um, um, Jim, um, she needs an outfit. What are we going to do? They, we had um, packing boxes, you know, just like plain packing boxes. Mm. They cut out a Don't. hole for each of my arms, a <laughs> hole for my eyes, gave me brown stockings, threw the box on my head and put a white, white masking tape over the top in the shape of a cross and I went as a fucking hot cross bun. <laughs> and I've never forgotten it. And this is why I'm so OCD. <laughs> Not that's a terrible ableist <laughs> word to say, but I'm so meticulous oh about making school sure costumes. that I do school costumes for all of my kids, and they're all the same because my brother went as Jesus, and, you were a hot and cross I was a bun. hot cross. But people didn't even know it was me in that box. <laughs> do you know how hard it is? Which to... is good, Annie. You don't want people to know that it was you in that fucking box, okay? <laughs> I even I do remember trying to sit down at my desk. As well, and I'm like, I have to take this box off. Oh, you wore the box si- all day. Oh, well, that was meant to be the plan. But so I'm sorry. How did your brother go to class? Did they just chuck him up the back of the room and he just stood oh, he there just, hung? You know, puts his school bag down, puts his cross next to his school bag. <laughs> just going to park me cross here if that's all right, teach. Oh, Tom, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, look. What was your challenge, please? Advise oh, me. Um, so my challenge was to actually find a challenge and I failed my challenge. <laughs> <laughs> 
I knew one of these weeks it was going to be one of us and I was banking on oh, it being me and I'm so I glad seriously, it wasn't. Seriously, the odds on it being you were like so... Sky, 10,000 to one. Yeah, yeah. it was never going to be me. I was <laughs> excelling every single week and oh no, couldn't find something because I always thought, no, but Bianca will get to the point where she goes, nah, I'm bloody great. Yeah. I don't need a challenge. I'm fine. I was at that point at the beginning. I've been just <laughs> eking out shit like, oh, I guess I could be better oh, at that. I'll do earrings. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> well, no. So I started the week trying to figure out what I was going to do as a challenge. And I have really high expectations that I was trying to fill. And I, <laughs> um, I just could not find one. And then I've had, I mean... My mental health has not been great. No. It was after we I'm did not, our challenge I'm, I'm last not, I'm week. I'm like, no, it hasn't. No, I mean, I know you've had a tough week. Like, no, <laughs> Annie, right. yeah, you're fucked You're not up. meant to use no, my mental health I'm against so, me, you no, stupid I just shitter. mean I am aware that you've been having a tough week. Yeah, it's been crap. And over nothing, I just need to say that and qualify that. I just honestly think maybe I'm at the point where I need meds. And that's okay. There's nothing Mm. wrong with that. I probably do. But I've been having really chronic, severe, continuous panic attacks. I had panic attack after panic attack on Wednesday. Like, like, I could not stop. It was so bad. And then throw in, put it, find a challenge. That was so hard. So, I mean, accidentally my challenge was learn how to deal with panic attacks. I was having panic attacks over things like, over nothing, but you know how your brain can be cruel to you and you get paranoid and worried about mm-hmm. things you've said all of a sudden because the deeper that you go down into that hole, the the wor- your, your mind starts playing tricks on you. I was worrying about our podcast last week and the story about the ferret, thinking, well, first of all, I found out that my ferret wasn't a lead. My friend was like, it was. Here's a photo. I was like, oh. And she's like, and secondly, wasn't packed. <laughs> That's why we were there. I was like, oh, okay. So I put a bit of mail on. All right. Um, I think I was like beating myself up. But then I was like, you know, people might think that like if a, if a man put a, a hand up a woman's pants, that wouldn't be okay. And I was like, people might think that I was like assaulting this guy, but I was trying to help. And obviously it was like, and I was over, over, overthinking things. Over I'm like, uh, and being so cruel to myself all week and I couldn't snap out of it. And I kept thinking, I, I was stopping myself from finding something for the podcast because I was self-sabotaging because in my mind I couldn't think, um, like, what can I talk about freely? Like, I feel so restricted in what I can say because I, my so brain worried. was so not okay Why? and was so, like, paranoid. Yeah, crap. But then <laughs> Thursday um, I went to the gym and... You know, I talked about this at the start of the year, how, you know, we were laughing that my New Year's resolution was to get, like, get to the gym and get fitter, right? Yeah. And I said, I want to do it because I want to feel better about myself. And I went to the gym. I have not missed the gym on a Thursday ever yet. And I was so happy with myself. And I thought, you know what? I can talk about that because that is one thing I've done. And I can't get over, um, well... All the bloody clever Instagrammers that go on all the time about, 
you know, fitness and stuff, I have been laughing for years. I'm like, no, not me. Rather be over there with the girl with the VB earrings. Like, oh, yeah, having come a join good me time. on this side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I said, thought I do lots of incidental exercise. I don't need any of that. Like, it's fine and mm-hmm. I'll be right. No, I've discovered that actually I need it for my mental health. The endorphins. I need to actually sweat and you feel so much gooder. Yeah. Like gooder? So much gooder? Yeah, gooder. Not more articulate, but gooder <laughs> um, about yourself if you go. Yeah. And I Thursday, know. I had a brilliant day. Every Thursday, I'm having an awesome day. So it's the exercise that's helping. Yeah. It's only half an hour. It's not even that much. Mm. I just go there. Even the fact that I'm getting out and doing it. And, you know, you feel better when you follow through with things as well. There have been so many times where I've just been like, I don't want to go this week. I don't mm-hmm. want to go this week. But I have a friend that's going with me at the moment. We're keeping each other accountable. Even if that week we can only go on the Thursday, the Thursday is enough because it's, um, it's yeah, something. you feel like it's an accomplishment. Exactly. It's a schedule. So if, I mean, I'm not... Can, I would never tell people to go to the gym, but I'm going to handball that one over to you. If you, I mean, because I understand that like mental health is, you know, so many people have problems. It doesn't necessarily have to be the gym. No, no, no. no. And also also, like sometimes. Absolutely. And gyms are expensive. Yeah. Right. Gyms are expensive. The only reason that I really signed up with the gym was that accountability side. I'm like, if I'm paying for it, you know, I'm actually... I'm always riddled with guilt. If I'm paying for it, I'm like, I should be spending that money on my kids if I'm not going, right? So it sort of has kept me accountable. But brisk walking with your dog. That's free. That's free. Go do that. Like catching up with a friend that may be also struggling too, that would be great. And walking around like or just going somewhere is so beneficial, even just once in the week. Mm-hmm. Like start so small, which is what I've done, and then, you know, keep it going. But Wednesday I thought I was not going to come out. I thought, I'm, you know, I'm finding it really, really tough. And then Thursday came and it was changed everything changed again. Changed everything. Just- and, it's, and it's really hard because I think people sort of look at – I think maybe look at me and think, oh, but you're coping, you know, your kids are there at school on time and you've done your hair and you've, you know, whatever, Um, that I project that it's all okay. And that's really hard because it makes it harder to even reach out for help. And, you you know, I know friends that have businesses and they're there every day, but they're not okay. But you seem like you're, um, yeah, you're projecting that it is okay. And so it's really hard to reach out. It's hard with, I mean... Meant, sorry, it is difficult when a friend is going through something because you can't always tell. Mm. And then it gets to the point where they just break down and you're like, mm. why didn't you say anything? And they're like, because I just couldn't. I just mm. couldn't say anything. And I'm not, yeah. I, how do I know? No, and that's, that's why the Are You Okay Day is yes. such a good day because it's literally just saying to someone, Are You Okay? Yeah. No, I'm actually not. Yeah. That's the conversation that needs to happen, I think, more because I never know. There is I an element tell. to me that I've had. I've come to realise is that um, my friends are so great. Like I couldn't do it without my friends. But um, you also have to work on it yourself. Mm. And I always thought that it was going to come and go and oh, I'll ride through this and then it'll be fine. No, I think this is for life. Mm. And I actually need to be productive for my own self. I actually have to go and do stuff for myself. Yeah. 
Um, and I can't be relying on friends to be asking if I'm okay because everyone's got shit going on in their lives. Mm-hmm. So you ha- you have to you have to make sure that you're doing it for yourself as well. As well, it's, it's obviously reach out and make sure people are okay too. But yeah, you can't be banking on it because. Just because someone has an arse, you, I don't know, you yeah. have to figure it out. Small disclaimer, just want to throw this mm-hmm. in here. Obviously, we are not psychologists and good advice, but if you are suffering from any sort of yeah. mental depression or anxiety or anything and you're feeling blue, please talk to your GP or call a helpline. Like, just want to put that in there. Yes, yeah. absolutely. No, that was really if, good that you did that. And if it is a really, like, I, yeah. I encourage everyone because, um, and I think helplines are so great because it's, it's fucking so easy to pick up a phone. I'm not saying like it's easy just to make that step, mm. but it's something so simple. It's not having to make a doctor's appointment, go to the doctor, see the doctor, and I speak find to that them. So hard. I think just pick up a phone because I had some times recently um, with people in my life not doing too well, and I didn't know what to do. It was scary for me seeing mm-hmm. them like that, and I just text them and I said, "These are some helplines." Um, I know you're not going to listen to me, but please just call one of them. Like, just please call one, do something, because you're not coping in this situation. I don't know what else I can do. You've just, just give them that. And I think that picking up a phone is And also, I know this sounds pretty drastic, but if you think someone is in immediate danger, call triple zero. I'm sorry. Like, they they can't see through the fog. They can't. And if you think that it's really serious, like, you just got to make the shit call and they're probably going to hate you for ages but you've just got to do it obviously like you were saying that um we are not psychologists and we're not like giving advice um on that I think that more maybe my accidental challenge is just breaking down um stigmatism stigmatism Stigmatism. with mental health yeah you know I don't and that's think an it, important conversation. Yeah. The more that we keep the conversation going, the more people are going to yes. get help. So, and actually, today is anti-bullying day. The day that we're recording this is like, um, yeah, anti-bullying day. And for parents, um, online bullying, they still don't understand fully yeah. the amount of comments I have read just on the way to work here today about, we'll just switch offline. That is so, so unhelpful. Yeah, it's not helpful. And, that, and bullying does not stop when you just take yourself offline. No. People say, can share They'll images. They'll tell you about it as well. If you yep. go to school, oh, did you And everyone's laughing about yeah. you because everyone knows what's going on online. Mm-hmm. But just because you've, you've switched off doesn't yeah, make it any different. very different age. Fake pages can be made. Photos can be shared. Just because your child switches off does not mean it doesn't yeah. impact their life. No, that's right. So you have to be, like, super cautious. And yeah. We've got to just look after ourselves. No bullying and look yep. after yourselves. And look yep. after each other. And make some beautiful earrings to spark up your life. Yeah, spark up your life. I'll definitely, um, yeah, if anyone wants tips, like further tips, come to me. And instead of giving you tips, I'll just sell you a pair. How about that? $50 a pop, thanks. Yeah. Also, you have to supply the BB. You'll have to supply the BB as well. So it's $50 plus a slap. slap. Even though you only need one pair. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah.